Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Back in 1999... 1998-99, I was training for my first Ironman triathlon, I was turning 30 on that day, and this was a huge goal, and I had done two triathlons prior. <laughs> there weren't a lot of Ironmans at the time, it wasn't like it is today. I was a trainer in New York City, a lot going on, just starting my career, uh, in fitness or, or seriously had decided this was it. And so I was training for Ironman New Zealand. And I went into a bike shop and I was told by the bike shop owner when we were talking about what I was training for, he said, listen, there's a clinic this weekend with two of the top triathlon coaches in the world, Rock Fry and Paul Huddle. Anyone who's as old as I am will remember those names. Amazing, amazing, um, just elite athletes, coaches back in the day. And they were going to be in New York City and they were going to spend a full day training whoever wanted to sign up for their clinic, swim, bike, run. I'm going to get tested in all three, coached in all three, small group, not inexpensive. Again, I was just starting out, had no money, but I said, I need this. I will charge this and I will learn because swimming was not one of my strengths. And that was something that I needed a lot of help with running. That was my strong suit biking I was getting better at. Still didn't uh, or had just purchased a bike, but swimming was by far my weakest link. So we spent the day, went to a well-known gym in New York City, a kind of a celebrity gym. We got tested for cycling, then, you know, coached in that. Then we went out and did run training, tested there as well. And we ended up at a pool and they were going to videotape and critique all of us. So I had, <laughs> I think the Ironman, if memory serves, was about four weeks away. It was super close, super close. And the way they were doing this back then was they had a camera underwater on a pole and a microphone. So they would videotape you swimming above water, below water, and they would critique you, coach you into the microphone as you were swimming. And so I think there was probably... 
about 15 of us, and I was one of the last to go, and I listened to them critique all the people that came before me, and they'd say things like, okay, Sue, you know, I want you to work on lengthening your, you know, stroke, uh, relaxing, working on, you know, different tips, techniques, slowing the kick down, things like that. When it got to me, <laughs> and they handed you the tape, it was that long ago, VHS tape, still have it somewhere. Uh, so I didn't listen to it until I got home. And basically, I, I was not a good swimmer. I could barely make it a couple lengths of the pool without being completely exhausted. And long story short, when I finally popped that tape in at home and listened to coaches uh, critiquing me, they said, okay, Tom, let's see how your, your form is here. And I was swimming like a six-year-old in the pool for the first time, you know, flailing like crazy. And it was basically this. They said, okay, Tom, you've got Ironman New Zealand in a couple weeks from now. I was waiting for the critiques, the tips, and it was this. Good luck! <laughs> and I remember thinking, really? And looking back... After the fact, years later, I realized that's all the advice they could give me. There was nothing they could do and actually would only have served to probably confuse me if they had given me way too much to think about. So that was one of my first real experiences with swimming. So today's show, Swimming 101. And I start with that story because this is not my strong suit. Even though I have done dozens and dozens and dozens of triathlons, uh, including uh, getting ready to do my 27th Ironman, it's not, my, it's not my strong suit at all, but I'm going to talk about how great it is, the benefits, both physiological as well as psychological, how to get started, how to get better. So a primer show on swimming. Some of you probably are, you know, advanced swimmers. Many are not. And I'm going to talk about why I do it, how I do it, and what the benefits are, but especially the psychological for so many people. All right quick break and we'll come back right into it swimming 101 we'll be right back enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a 
day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Talking about swimming, swimming 101. I have to say, I have to admit, and people who know me, again, no, <laughs> swimming is not my forte, which is exactly one of the main reasons I do it. You know, I talk about how it's not that people dislike exercise. They just haven't found what they love to do. Well, swimming is not what I love to do. But we can't only do what we love to do. And that's a part of today's show. Running is my forte. That's what I'm best at in a triathlon, swim, bike, run. But to jump ahead a little bit, if I want to continue to run, I need to do other things to allow myself to do so. Because if we only do that which we enjoy and are good at, we will get injured. We will get hurt. All right. So <laughs> I've written a handful of books on many different topics, including triathlon and running marathons as well, half marathons. And in the triathlon book or, you know, several of them, I stole the phrase, Swimming is not a sport, it's a means to keep from drowning. Now, that is something that gets swimmers angry. <laughs> and yes, full disclosure, and I've already said it, but there are two reasons I don't love swimming. A, I'm not great at it. It doesn't come easy to me. I didn't grow up doing it, as I'll talk about. Wasn't trained at it, started really late in life. Now, I swam, swam in pools, swam at the beach, rode waves. I definitely was a decent swimmer as far as like, you know, being able to stay afloat and, and ride some pretty crazy waves in the summers and things like that. But I was never on a swim team or anything like that. So, of course, not great at it, but I also don't enjoy it. Part of it is because I'm not great at it, but it's also because running and biking, I'm outside. You know, swimmers, you're a different breed, those of you who do love it. You put your face in a pool, you go back and forth, you're staring at the bottom, you know, lane lines, your, your, you know, senses are gone. But I realize after doing this for decades, that's one of the parts that you who love it, that's one of the reasons you do love it. There is a meditative element that I'll talk about as well. Okay, but yes, that's a line I use. It's not a sport, it's a means to keep from drowning. And when I had Dr. Daniel Lieberman on the show, amazing, one of the smartest of the smart when it comes to evolutionary biology and exercise and why we were born to run and all of those things from Harvard, I got him to weigh in and he said, we were, if we were uh, born to run, we were definitely not born to bike or swim, he said. <laughs> and especially swim, we don't have gills, people. We don't have gills. And... I'm going to talk about my personal experience. I'm going to talk about, you know, the benefits, I mean, both uh, physiological and psychological. But I'm also going to talk about, with the mental, the fear, because that's a huge part of all of this. And if we look at evolutionary biology, it makes sense, the fight or flight syndrome. So when people say to me, and when I used to coach triathletes, they say, Tom, I'm scared of, of the swim. And I'd say, you should be. That's natural. We're not meant to be in the water. So we have to overcome that fight or flight syndrome. So for those of you who are freaked out about swimming and maybe even more freaked out about doing a race, if that's something you'd like to do, but you're like, I could do it all, but I can't do the swim. I get it. And I was there. And that's natural. All right. So let me uh, just really quickly give you my personal experience with it so you know where I'm coming from. already gave you the two reasons why I'm not you know, in love with swimming, not good at it, and I don't enjoy it the way I do the other sports, especially the ones that take me outside, all right? When I get to run and explore different places and bike and explore different places and be in nature, you know, yes, you can also swim outside, open water swim, but that comes with a whole another host of issues and fears and things like that. But again, I'm not disparaging swimmers at all. If anything, what I am 
uh, illuminating are the myriad ways we can exercise and the differences. And that with the stuff you don't like, that's where confidence comes. And you don't have to do it too much, as I'll give you the takeaways at the end, how often and how you, know, you should do it or work it into your routine if you want to. But there's so many options. And this goes to the psychology. What do you like more? You know, some people love that meditative loss of sensory input from swimming. Not me. <laughs> not as much, at least. So, like I said, I did not grow up uh, on a swim team. I grew up riding the waves to my first triathlon, a sprint distance in New York City that I, that's my intro to my triathlon book, the 12-week triathlete. You know, that was my first real-time swimming. And so to do that... I took lessons with an amazing guy and anyone who grew up again in New York City was doing triathlons back when I was would know this name, Doug Stern. Doug Stern was the coach back in the day. Sadly, he passed away uh, a while back, but he was amazing. He was, he was nuts, I would say, from my experience with him, uh, but he was one of the most amazing swim coaches. And, and I didn't, well, I had a handful ran a bunch out of the business, I like to say, with frustration with me, but he was incredible. And if you want to learn how to swim, you went to Doug Stern in the city. And I watched him, even in my first class with him, I could swim, I could swim across the pool and do laps and things like that. Not well, and not without being tired, but there were people who could not, could not swim, you know, two strokes without going under. By the end of the first class, Doug Stern had them swimming across the pool. Absolutely amazing. Uh, so I did go to people like Doug Stern. I had many coaches over the years, went to clinics, did a couple master swim team, did not really enjoy most of that. Did not really enjoy the master swim team. You know, it was great to get up early and be pushed, but just not my favorite thing. And my takeaway from this that I want to share with you with swimming, a couple takeaways, but first, so much conflicting information. You know, one coach would say high elbows. The other coach, no, keep your elbows low. Shoulders aren't going to get us fatigued. You know, one technique would say take long, you know, gliding strokes. And, you know, the next coach would say no. Arm, faster arm turnover. You know, kick hard, kick this way, rotate, do this, do that. And so, like, it was really hard. I was going, who do I believe? Who do I follow? And that goes with so much in exercise. And this is why I tell you, I come from experience in so many different ways. I get it. You know, you're being told so many things from so many people. And, and some are, you know, I was going to say highly credible, but maybe popular is the right answer or way to describe them. So it's confusing. It's confusing. And my takeaway was, I'm just going to put in the time. And because I was doing the triathlons, the beauty of triathlon is that I didn't have to be amazing at swimming. I just had to be better at biking and running if I was to be competitive. And it's such a great analogy for life. And I did the show on why you don't have to work on your weakness till it becomes your strength, especially in triathlon and the long distance triathlon. I mean, the, the you know, analogies for life and comparisons are so powerful. So just to use round numbers, about an hour for a swim, plus or minus in an Ironman, depending how good you are, then five to seven hours for the bike. Uh, and then, you know, three and change if you're super fast Ironman to five hours. Bottom line is I just needed to go a little faster and still do on the bike and the run. But if I spend more time swimming, trying to shave off five minutes, 10 minutes in a 10 to 17 hour race, nine hour to 17 hour race, is that time well spent? The answer is no. So just a great example of how to delegate and allocate your time to get your goals, to achieve your goals. And so for me, again, this was easy. I go, oh, well, even if I put in a lot more time, which I don't want to, the payoff is not necessarily going to be there. So I said, I'm going to put in enough time so that I get a tiny bit better. But most importantly for me, it was that I'm not tired, that I'm not expending that much more energy or I'm not expending more energy and have that much more energy for the bike and the run. 
So just a great lesson in that regard. We all have limited time and resources. And so be very careful on where you put those resources and that time and spend that time. And what I truly, and one of the reasons I say this and do it this way is because what I found is if you run more miles, generally you get better. You just do. You know, we were born to run and you get more economical, you know, you lose weight. If you run more miles, the, the, the studies are very straightforward. The more miles you run, the better you get. You get more, you know, uh, efficient, things like that. Biking, pretty much the same thing. Time in the saddle. Swimming, <laughs> there's so much more technique involved. I look at it like golf. So again, I can and you can spend X amount of hours in a pool trying to get better, but because so much technique's involved, it's not the same in my experience and physiologically it's not exactly the same as running and biking. There's so much about it. Yes, you're going to probably get better, of course, and you're probably going to get faster. But there is a point at which if your technique is not good, you just get less tired, as I said. And that's okay. But that's the difference is, you know, you put in 100 miles a week like top marathoners. You know, if you don't get injured, you're going to be running pretty darn fast. You put in a bunch of hours, you know, thousands of yards in the pool. You're most likely to get injured if you have bad technique and shoulders are a huge thing that I'll talk about. So doing more doesn't make you better the way it does in other disciplines. My experience and, and physiologically just that stands true. Technique. All right. So let's take one more quick break. When we come back, we'll give you the benefits, uh, physiological and psychological, which is super important. And then I'm going to give you some really fun stories uh, quickly. Uh, all the races where it went horrifically, interestingly wrong or challenges within the swim. Ironman Germany. We're talking typhoons in New Zealand, China, South Korea. Ironman Texas. Ironman Utah. Ironman California. My escape from Alcatraz experience. Just some fun stories. And I'm going to give you the takeaway. What you should do, how you should do it, and why you should do it. All right? Quick break. We will be back. Final break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Talking about swimming from my experience again, I am by no means a swim coach or expert. I can help the, you know, uh, average person get started. And that's what this show is about. I have contributed to many articles on swimming and given them exactly what I'm giving you right now. My experience, I have incredible amount of experience swimming all over the world, you know, but I'm not great at it. I'm not, and that's okay. And, and these are, you know, topics and lessons you're going to hear here and nowhere else. I, let me just stop one second. <laughs> total, total aside. Um, I get pitched a lot. It is totally random, but I have to get it off my chest. Uh, I get pitched a lot now. Show is, is doing well. And from PR people, uh, well-known fitness experts, all this kind of stuff, but you know, self-proclaimed things like that. Please don't pitch me as someone just did. Uh, people who are saying, you know, bio, uh, biohack. If, if hacks in there, the chances of getting on the show are next to nil. Uh, and then when that is followed by how this person only exercises 11 minutes a week. Really? Do you understand uh, my philosophy and just the general like uh, effects and benefits of exercise? Should we be trying to do less? And I get it. Low dose, low, lowest dosage. That's what studies are trying to figure out. Like, you know, what's the minimum we can and get better. But like if you're in the fitness world, you go, hey, I only exercise 11 minutes a week. Well, good for you. Like, I love exercise. It makes me feel good. It does so many things. The more is better. Variation is important and all that kind of stuff. But like if you are telling me and pitching a fitness person who is only exercising 11 minutes a week and I'm supposed to be impressed by that, you don't get my show. You don't get exercise and that person's not coming on my show. Okay, got it off my chest. Let's talk about the benefits of of swimming. And these are the articles, you know, I contributed to over the years. Like, Tom, tell us about the benefits of swimming, you know, relative to the other sports. One of the primary reasons, it's like the elliptical. Let's just start right there. It's low impact, which is why so many people swim. You know, it's low impact. It's easy on the joints. But with the good comes, you know, it's a double-edged sword. And I did a whole show on the elliptical and how the elliptical is great because it's low impact. That's why so many people do it. But with lower impact comes what? Lower energy expenditure, decreased calorie burn. And also, it's not weight-bearing. Swimming is not weight-bearing and uh, the elliptical is not weight-bearing the way running is because it's low impact, which means you're not strengthening your bones, you know, you're not increasing your bone density the way you are in other forms of exercise. But that's okay. And with the double-edged sword, and that's why I said earlier, if you're a runner, that's the exact reason you should swim. Because you are getting so much impact, you need to balance it. You need to give your body a break. And I use this line frequently. Every runner will become a triathlete at one point in their life, whether they want to or not, if they only run. Why? Because you're going to get injured and you're going to have to cross train. You know, these are the lessons I give you over and over. The prehab versus rehab. Don't wait until you get hurt to do what you should do. That goes for swimming and cross training in general swimming specifically. So it's low impact. You can do it for the rest of your life. And that's a great thing. Okay. But with that benefit comes, just know that uh, it's not as high a calorie burner as something like running. Now, of course, if you swim harder, if you do intervals, as I'll talk about, that's going to change the caloric expenditure. But 
all things being equal, it is not weight bearing. The water is is holding you up and you're not going to burn as many calories as you would, uh, you know, doing 30 minutes of running or something like that. Okay. But I've said this before, we'll repeat it. The less efficient you are like me, I burn more calories than (laughs) someone who swims better than me, unless they're swimming hard intervals, because I'm not as efficient. I'm wasting energy. This is the science, the good and the bad, right? It is awesome because it's full body cardio. It's full body. It's natural. You're really reaching and kicking. You're using all of those muscles in a natural, low impact way. And that's one reason I feel good after I do it. And by the way, I swam right before this show to just get myself in the right frame of mind for this show. And when I got out, I felt good because I got out (laughs) and because the body just feels good. You're using those muscles, especially at 52. I don't like to stretch. Who likes to stretch? Some people, probably the same people that love to swim, (laughs) but for me, it's great for my flexibility. It's, it's natural moving stretching for me. And for those of you who want that, and especially as we get older, super important. All right. Now I talked about shoulders and, you know, looked at a couple studies, just getting ready for the show. And, you know, when you go mega mileage, the most mobile joint in our bodies are our shoulder joints and they're most susceptible to injury as a result. And swimmers, that's huge for them. So swimmers who swim a lot of mileage, a lot of yardage, mega, that's one area they get injured. Now, I swim for many reasons, getting ready for those races, flexibility, but also because the, my right shoulder was the only injury I had. I've talked about back in high school, football injury, the only injury after, you know, all the races and things like that, nothing, no surgeries, but a uh, high school football injury had to have shoulder surgery back in 1986 <laughs> and show that. So that right shoulder, I have to stay on top of. And so swimming for me is the opposite. I don't do mega mileage, obviously. So it is really good for my shoulder. I still do those just mind-numbingly boring shoulder exercises, prehab, that I did in rehab because I had to. But swimming for me is a phenomenal way to keep the range of motion in my shoulders, especially the one that was operated on many years ago. So great for cardio, great for cross-training, great for flexibility, great for my shoulders. It is great for those of you who are rehabbing a lower body injury. So for so many of you who do experience an injury from running, from, you know, playing a recreational sport, whatever it is, swimming, awesome, low impact. You can keep that cardio up while you are rehabilitating that injury. Variation. You know, if there's 10 things, top 10 things I will talk about and do talk about for the rest of my life, it's variation. And as I said, I started doing triathlons for many reasons, goals to, you know, travel the world and to force myself to cross train. As a runner, it forces me to bike, to swim, to strength train. So that variation is phenomenal for every single one of us. Let me leave you with this. As far as benefits go, it is great to build confidence. And so that's where I want to kind of end up before I get into my entertaining stories about my mishaps, psychological benefits. Yes, we weren't meant to be in the water. When many people get in the water, they have that fight or flight response that is natural, that is evolutionary, and it's normal. And so it's a huge challenge for many people just to swim in a pool, swim anywhere, the fear of death. You know, breathing is a really important thing. When you get tired biking and running, you slow down. When you get tired swimming, especially if you're out in the open water, that's, that's more of a problem. It's more of a problem. And let's be honest, there are 20 some odd deaths, I believe right now, 24, 25, maybe 28. And the low 20s of them, if I'm not mistaken, uh, were during, during the swim, the vast majority, absolutely, were during the swim portion of a triathlon. And I don't want to get too deep into this, but it goes to the psychological and just the reasons people have fear. And so when it comes to triathlon deaths during the swim, I believe these are the causes. Adrenaline, right? You're starting a race. Your your adrenaline is through the roof. The nerves, your heart rate is elevated. 
then it's not a pool. It's an open water for, you know, the vast majority of triathlons. Sure, you can do them in the pool, but you, you get out in the open water. That's totally different from swimming in a pool. It's dark. There's sea life. Then add in people. Suddenly, you're not swimming in a lane with maybe one other or a couple other people or by yourself. You're not swimming with hundreds, if not thousands of people sometimes. So that's an issue. So that adds to the adrenaline and the fear and all of that kind of stuff. Then you add a wetsuit oftentimes. That's going to constrict your chest. So that's adding to the stress. And finally, cold water can also add to that. So you have this myriad negative factors that are coming together to just make that super stressful physiologically and yes, psychologically. So for so many people swimming a lap across the pool who can't swim, that is a huge confidence builder. It is a huge accomplishment. Triathlon for so many people is a huge accomplishment. And for so many people, it's the swim. Not everybody, but so many for the reasons I just outlined. It's a totally different, you know, when you train in a pool and then you get out in the open water, and even if you train in the open water a couple times or many times, it's not the same if you're not training with hundreds or if not thousands of people. And that's why there's that great commercial where it is a person training for a triathlon, they're in the open water, and there are people on either side of him in canoes just hitting him with sticks to get him ready for his triathlon because that's oftentimes the experience. Although now it's even different because back in the day when I started, they were mass swim starts, all of them, sometimes deep water. You treaded water, boom, the gun went off, you went. My first Ironman in New Zealand, actually, it's still that way to this day. One of the few races that has a deep water mass start. The other races now, you walk in the water or they have, you know, when you want, self-seated or they spread it out um, much differently. But it's still a challenge. It's a huge challenge. So. That is one of the greatest forms of self-efficacy of confidence that I have received from doing my triathlons. Now, finishing, so many other things go wrong, the bike and the run, so many different ways. I build personally my self-efficacy, my confidence as can and, and should you with these races. But the swim part for me, huge it, because it was and still is the weakest of my three disciplines. I am much better, don't get me wrong, than I was. And that is a huge thing as I swam today. I always think back to, you know, 20 some odd years ago when I did my first one and was training in the pool and how bad I was and how far I've come. And how many places around the world, as I will get to in a second, that I have done this. And how many bad situations I have gotten through. Always going to the psychology people. Because for me, this is not just fitness. This is not just living longer. It's living better. It's challenging ourselves. It's experiences. Holy cow, have I had experiences. And my most challenging are my most memorable. Races that went really well, awesome. Glad that happened. You know, winning that small marathon, breaking 10 hours in the Ironman for, you know, that first time, the goal, doing so many things like that, awesome. But the stories I'm going to give you in a second. <laughs> Those are the ones I talk about more frequently with friends because they're more entertaining and they made me stronger mentally. All right, let's get right to them. Uh, start right away. Second Ironman in Germany. I'm going to go through these quickly. And I have so many, but Ironman Germany, second one, it was in a canal. It was the largest Ironman at the time. They had wave starts and thousands and thousands of people watching um, on a bridge that overlooked it. I did a homestay because there weren't enough hotels, stayed with a German family and a bunch of other athletes. Incredible experience. Knew nothing, knew nothing, brought my bike there in a cardboard box. Just the craziest experience. But my wave start was the last one. So about every five minutes or so, the gun would go off and, you know, about 100 people, I think, would jump in at a time. And there was like, there was a handful of wave starts, 10 to 20. I can't remember exactly. Anyway, gun goes off and I realized that was my wave. I, I'm hundreds of yards away from the swim start. So I had to sprint, kick off my uh, shoes, dive into the water, started the race that way. Like heart rate of 180. When I got back to the German family after the race was over, 
sitting down at the table with the other athletes, and they had all been watching, obviously, and volunteering, the daughters. They said, did you see that guy who missed the start and went sprinting down the shore and dove in and had to catch up? I go, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Second Ironman. Uh, really quickly, typhoons, Ironman New Zealand. I did it four times. One time, typhoon. Ridiculously scary typhoon. They had to cancel the swim. I was happy about that, but then... We did a half Ironman of a bike and a run. So 56-mile bike, 13-mile run, super windy, super crazy conditions. South Korea, same thing. They canceled the swim, typhoon, but then we did full bike and full run. Crazy winds. Ironman China, when um, typhoon came through, the day before, they still had the swim. Pylons, buoys were all over the place. Sighting was impossible, but... I swam two, three times, I think, can't even remember, into jellyfish, bigger than my head, huge red jellyfish tentacles, went in my mouth, stung uh, all over my face, left marks for days. Uh, my tongue swelled up and uh, ridiculous pain. But he finished. And I joke and say, I learned that you can swim 2.4 miles and cry underwater <laughs> the entire time. But I also, saw a handful of people on the course with tentacle marks on their face too. So you finish, you get through it. All right. Ironman Texas water was too warm for wetsuits. There's a certain temperature where you can't wear a wetsuit and wetsuits generally help you stay buoyant, swim a little faster. We didn't know that till the morning of. You can wear a speed suit, which is a lot thinner. Actually had one and violated one of the main rules of swimming or, or racing in general. You don't try anything on race day. I had been given this speed suit by doing a commercial. I'd never worn it in a race or swimming, period. But I brought it in case the swim was too warm. It was. Long story short, about 10, 15 minutes into the swim, I realized this is too tight. And I, I could barely breathe. <laughs> so I swam up to two people. Two guys, young guys on a paddleboard who were there to make sure no one drowned. There's always dozens of those people on the swim course for that reason. And you're allowed to hold on. They can't move you forward. And this is the first and only time I've held on. And I said, can you just wait a second? And I need to unzip myself. And I dropped that <laughs> expensive speed suit to the bottom of the lake because uh, I couldn't, um, couldn't breathe. All right. And then finish the swim. Luckily, I was wearing... You got to wear something underneath. <laughs> um, Ironman Utah, uh, one of the craziest swims I've ever done. It was perfect when we started. Reservoir, the winds picked up. Waves got like three to five feet. They had to rescue those people on the boards. I can't believe no one died in that race. People swam straight to shore. I am too, I don't know, stupid, uh, honest. I swam the entire swim. It was the longest it ever took me. It was the scariest swim I've ever done. Shocked again that, that no one died during that one. Um, someone did die a couple of years prior at that same swim. Crazy conditions. Uh, but I finished. You finish. Ironman California doesn't exist anymore. This was on Camp Pendleton. Water was like 52 degrees and they mismeasured the swim long. And so freezing but got out of the water, looked at my watch, and it was so slow. I mean, I'm generally not fast, but this was like really slow. And great lesson I learned was after the race, we all swam the same distance. So you don't give up and go, oh, I'm not going to hit my times or I'm not going to, you know, if you're trying to be competitive, you don't give up till the, you just go as fast as you can because you don't know what you don't know. And no, I hadn't swam ridiculously slow for the, Normal distance, I swam a much longer distance, as did everyone. So great lesson learned. Escape from Alcatraz. You talk about a race that uh, if you're not a great swimmer, <laughs> this is a challenging one. So I did that and actually wrote an article for it for Inside Triathlon back in the day. Long story short there, I didn't sight the way you're supposed to. You're supposed to swim way to the left because the current's going to take you right. As you can expect, currents are incredible. Um, I ended up almost under the bridge and had to run back up the beach. And during the swim, though, I saw, you know, as I'm way off course, no one around me, which is always a bad sign, uh, huge shadows under the water. <laughs> didn't make me happy. I think they were sea lions, but who knows? Uh, but you finish. Let me give you just two quick amazing stories. There are many. Uh, Got to 
bring this to a close, Iron Man St. Croix, actually half Iron Man in St. Croix did years ago, was like swimming in a fish tank, an incredible saltwater fish tank, like the most incredible scenery, crystal clear. Same thing with Iron Man Hawaii, one of my, um, I think it was the first Iron Man, no, second Iron Man Hawaii, where, again, crystal clear dolphins, and I swam over, I thought I was coming over like a, just a dark, deep area approaching, and I soon realized I was swimming over one of those formations where tens of thousands of fish swim in a circle. And I swam right over this absolutely breathtaking school of fish. Amazing. Amazing. Let me bring it all to a close here, though. One of my greatest, the greatest parts of a race for me is hearing that announcer's voice as I get close to the swim finish. Because every one, every swim is challenging. And I think of how far I've come. And that's literally, you know, people abuse that term literally, but I've literally come so far around the world and through these distances, you know, Ironman Malaysia, these swims were crazy. But the confidence I have gotten from that is amazing. So this is where you work on your weakness to the point that it helps build mental strength. You might not get better at that form of exercise, or, you know, as good as others, but you're strengthening yourself in ways that most people don't realize. So, take away. How many times, what to do. I do it when I have a race the most, right? I swim a handful of times during the week when I have a race coming up, and then I try to get in one to two times a week when I'm not for that cross-training. You know, I talk about we need to do our cardio and our strength, and for me, that's running and biking first right? And then strength training. And then for me, the yoga, the Pilates, the swimming, those are the complementary cross-training forms that I use. So depending on what you're doing and how much you enjoy it, one time a week, for those of you who maybe don't enjoy it or aren't great at it, and then you can build up. But variation is key to staying healthy and living a long life, all right? Uh, If you're new so many different ways. If you're new to it, scared of it, do the way I did. Take lessons. Find a great coach. Just know that, again, you're going to get many conflicting techniques, styles, and that's okay. You could do a master swim team. Even when you're starting out, they specialize in that as well. You know, there's a lane for people like us that are slower. And then YouTube. This did not exist when I started. It's how long ago it is. You can watch and learn in the privacy of your own home from the best. You can also videotape yourself underwater and send that off to coaches. There's so many ways to do this now. But for me, and most of us, or we're all visual learners to some extent, just more so for some than others, but just watch people swim. See what they're doing correctly. Although that's always been frustrating for me too, because I watch them go underwater, watch them. They're like, you know, what's this guy doing? (laughs) I'm trying to learn what they're doing to go as fast as they are. But then you try to replicate that. So YouTube, online, there's so many uh, resources as well. And if you are swimming and you're adding it into your routine, you mix it up to get the most out of it, just like any other form of cardio. You know, if you're doing uh, the treadmill, you want to go endurance some days, you want to do hills some days, you want to do intervals. Same thing with bike, same thing with rowing, and same thing with swimming. Some days you go endurance. Some days you do intervals, some days you use all the toys, the fun toys, the pull buoy, the kickboard, you know, the fins, the uh, snorkel, things like that. So many different things. So mix it up to keep it interesting and to keep it challenging for your body. Great for those who hate to stretch, as I said, just a great way to kind of do that functionally. And finally, let me just leave with the meditation side. When you lose those senses the way you do swimming, It's a great time to just get inside your own head. You know, that's your time. You can do some great thinking, great relaxing, and get all the other benefits as well. All right. Went way longer than I thought, (laughs) but I always want it to be from 20 to 40, so we're good. Thank you for listening. You want to reach out. Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. Please follow the show. That's what we say now. If you can, tell friends, rate the show if you can. And if you want to email, go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Check out uh, my site there. We'll be changing. 
<laughs> it's old. Know that I'm working on it. Another thing I do myself. Uh, newest book is the Micro Workout Plan. Great, great uh, workouts for you who are time crunched, who are working out at home, but for everyone. It's, I'm really proud of this book. Uh, appeals to the most people. I've got the triathlon books and the marathon books and even beat the gym, but the Micro Workout Plan is for everyone. Uh, so that's the most recent book. And if you have read it, I've seen uh, people are reading it or reviewing it, I should say, on Amazon. So greatly appreciated if you can do that. Uh, and again, thank you for listening. My goal here is to bring you the best information so you can live your best life. And this is a show, again, where I'm exposing my weaknesses, but talking about how we need to all build all of this into our life for the challenge for the balance, for the enjoyment, and finding what works for you. There is no one way. And remember, there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes, and that is awesome. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.